Welcome to the Tri-State Space Program. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking to Forrest Gumption and Bob Getz, two members of a Louisville hip-hop collective called Embrace the Hate. But before we get into the actual episode, I would like to announce a few shows that are happening in the near future around the Tri-State. Uh, I'm going to start with three venues that I've been to that I really like, and uh, then I'm going to broaden it from there in future episodes. But for now, uh, let's start with PG on September 16th, which is a Wednesday. There's a hip-hop show. Uh, it's a long list of artists, and I'll go through them really quick, but... Uh, it's Sadistic from Seattle, uh, Keshi from Connecticut, Sapient from Portland, uh, that's Portland, Oregon, uh, Cass One from right here in Evansville, Early Adopted from Boston, and Graves 33 from Seattle. So that's a huge hip-hop show with a bunch of uh, artists from out of town. Sounds like it'll be badass. And then... Uh, just a few days after that, also at PG, on Saturday, September 19th, it's a noise show featuring uh, Flanelli or Flanelli, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Uh, they're from Bloomington. Uh, and then Breakdancing Ronald Reagan, which is a badass name. They are from Texas. And then uh, Solipsis from Denver, Colorado. And then Fatal Position from Evansville. Uh, not sure if those are bands or if it's one person uh whenever you have uh noise music a lot of times it's hard to tell how many people are in the project and um let's move on pineapple project friday september 11th it's jack holiday and the westerners from louisville and then white knight from owensboro I've actually shared the stage with those guys. They're pretty badass. And uh, then Bass Dinner, or Bass Dinner, not sure which one that is, uh, from Patoka, Indiana. And then the last venue that I'm going to be announcing some shows from is Boca Lounge. And uh, Friday, September 11th, is the Andy Brasher Band. And then Saturday, September 12th, it's this uh, five for five thing. And I think they're trying to make it a hashtag as well. Uh, so that's $5 gets you into five downtown bars. Uh, it, that includes Reraz, Boogie Nights, Someplace Else, Backstage, and the Boca Lounge. Uh, that night, September 12th, Boca Lounge is uh, having their house band play. It's a Jenny's Bad Hair Day. So that sounds like a really awesome deal, and uh, I'm sure there'll be drink specials and all kinds of stuff going on downtown. Um, so without further ado or without further delay, here is uh, my podcast with Forrest Gumption and Bob Getz. So how are you guys doing? Doing well, man. How about yourself? Pretty, pretty fucking early. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah, <laughs> and with as with as early as it is, and with having drank last night and stuff. Yeah, it's a little. So, rough. so uh, how do you guys feel about the uh, feel about the show last night? Like, 
I mean, how do you like the venue and everything and just the venue was awesome actually the venue turned out a whole lot like better than i thought it was gonna be you know two dollar tequila and sprites so i was gonna say i was alcohol. not mad about that at all um the venue overall was cool though you know it, it was, the show went pretty well um you know other little little slip up there the music stopped for a bit and uh you know, I, our freestyle I, skills are like... <laughs> off the chain. Yeah, dude. Off the fucking chain. Nobody else is ever going to touch him, put it that way. <laughs> I don't know if you could do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, other than that, I mean, yeah, it's cool down here. I, this is the second time we've been to Evansville. First time was at Mesker. Okay. And um, Mesker Park, and that went pretty well as well. And yeah, it's it's a cool little, little city down here. Yeah, I definitely like a lot of like the uh, other artists and shit that play... Yeah, like, uh, Taiyoshi, like, cause they played at Mesker last time, and then yeah, they played yeah. last night, and like, they never disappoint. They, <laughs> they always got like a really unique sound. So yeah, there's actually a Twitter conversation going on about that. I don't know if you saw that, cause I said something about how, it's, uh, you know, I had to learn uh, going to hip hop shows that a lot of guys use, uh, well, and girls, I guess, use the uh, as their backing track. They have the verse, like their right. actual verse playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that one guy, one of those guys, I think it is who it is tweeted and said we just showed up and and they you know asked to go on stage and they let us so i guess they didn't have pre pre-planned right tracks yeah. with their backing in it or whatever you know yeah. yeah we we messed around with that for a little bit the backing tracks but um overall i just uh we kind of felt like it, it took away from from the experience a little bit so you don't really get to see the heart and soul put into it live as much as you just hear like what was recorded already yeah. so and i mean shit Tayoshi when they came up there they went up and smashed it and they didn't have any backing tracks you know and it, it sounded just as good you know okay. i think so yeah. okay all righty well uh so, uh, when did this, uh, you're, you guys are in the collective um, Embrace the Hate, when did that start? How did that come about? Well, you started, <laughs> I guess you started that, you kind of started the idea long before I probably even knew you. Right, yeah. Um, Embrace the Hate as an idea uh, began probably 2012-ish. Also, I guess around the time yeah, we started so to about, get together. Yeah, so... Um, and it was it was just a kind of an idea I was toying around with. I, I was rapping. I lived in Nashville at the time, and um, I wanted to start a group that was you know kind of like uh, encouraged you to do whatever the fuck you want. You know that's that's the whole point of the group is just like encouragement. Like there's always going to be somebody out there hating or who doesn't like what you're doing, but you know you you can't let that kind of shit deter you and. Um, yeah, so that was the idea of the group, and started rapping, learning to record. I met Russell. Um, he had like done some little post on Facebook where he's rapping over. Uh, what was it Justin Bieber's yeah. uh, girlfriend? I think. Yeah, it was Justin Bieber's <laughs> he girlfriend. He just fucking the, killed it. He was saying a bunch of goofy shit. And the Ludacris verse or something. Is that the song with Ludacris, or is it not? Dude, that's baby, isn't it? Yeah, that's baby. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that familiar. <laughs> it was just like his. Like that's like the hit that like just I feel like just like took him off. And then like, but the beat was the beat was killer for some reason. And I was like, dude, this is all me now. And <laughs> they were down there and they called me and uh, our buddy Lane, our producer, or, and uh, he was like, man, we're down here and we're uh, we're learning all this shit. 
and uh, Travis was listening to your shit because I was showing it to him, and we really want to get you down here and record. And like, dude, I had nothing written down, and I'm oh, just yeah. like, fuck yeah, man, I'm all about it, dude. I'll be there. <laughs> and so like after that, like I'm just like jotting like every like bullshit idea I could ever think because I've never really rapped besides the Justin Bieber beat, and like I've no I I've known Bobby forever, but uh, and I knew that he rapped, so I was like, fuck, man. I gotta like step up my game and then I got down there and then I was like holy shit he's really been doing this since he was like 10 I started I got into hot yeah. hip-hop when I was like 18 you know I was like that 16 year old punk kid who fucking hated rap dude rap was oh, fucking yeah. stupid and you know it was all ignorant and none of it made sense and then like I don't know finally like I sat down and realized like that it goes so much farther yeah, I mean, uh, he came down and we recorded for like two two days just straight. And um, shit, I know we come a long way since then. It was awesome though. I mean, it was a good time. He was drunk. Like we were drinking bourbon in the studio, <laughs> and he was drunk, awesome. and I was drunk, and we didn't really know each other very well. And he just kept like I'd, I'd spit a line, and he'd say, "Okay." do it again and he did it for like 30 minutes dude and by the end i'm in there just like i'll give a fuck no more because this is stupid and like yeah, yeah i was mad didn't, like, didn't understand the recording process right. yet is that, no is that yeah the idea? i had no idea what to expect and then like I just feel like he was drunk and like so he's just an asshole in general oh, so he's okay. probably just like yeah, I'm just gonna fuck with him for the rest of the night and uh, we probably didn't talk the whole way back dude. Yeah. I was just trying to get a good take man you know well yeah I know how that is yeah it's funny the first time if you're there for the first time anybody recording it's it's always kind of a funny thing to look back on like oh yeah man you you were getting so mad but you just don't understand you have to get you know yeah all this content for the whoever's producing it uh, to you know, dwindle it down to the best version. Got, yeah, oh yeah, could be, you know, you really exactly. got to push yourself and find that best take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it the different ways. One. Yeah, the one that you have in your head when you're you know sitting alone with it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh right. You know? Yeah. It's like uh, it always comes after you know you've done it like fifty times and you're fucking so tired of doing it yeah. and then you finally get one wind and then that's the fucking take. You yeah. know, I swear it always happens like that. Yeah. It's right when you're right when you're about to give up. It yeah. seems like it's yeah. just like it's like hold 'em, man. Yeah. Whenever you're playing hold 'em and you you're you've been playing, you've been sitting at the table for like three hours and it's like a family game and yeah. you can't even stand your family members that you're playing with anymore. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna go all in. That's the hand you win you like on hit. two yeah. and seven <laughs> offsuit, you know. Yeah. Well, uh so uh, I don't know. You guys both write lyrics. You're both uh, you're both damn good lyricists, as far Thank as I've you. heard. And uh, how do you guys write? Where, well, where do you write? Do you write on a notebook or a phone or a computer or just keep I, it in your head? I'm weird. I uh, it depends on my mood, honestly. I uh, when I wake up in the mornings or like uh, I don't know. I'm just riding along. I'll always jot things down, like in my phone. Uh, I, sometimes I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll be like, man, I need to write something, but I don't feel like walking the two feet to my desk because I'm a pencil and pad sort of dude because I, like I like to scribble out and rewrite words and like I'll rewrite a song like 50 times before I'm done with it because yeah. whenever I write like the last copy, I don't like there to be scribbles on the page. It makes me oh, feel weird. Okay. So like, so then like that's also why I love having my phone like if I'm sitting there because I can't really mess anything up and like. So this like I'll use my phone for ideas and then I'll go back through and then like I'll really write songs like just like on pad and paper. 
it just feels better. Okay. Yeah. It's in your own handwriting. I think there's something about that. Got to be there's a some about, uh, I think there's something about putting, a, I don't just writing that, that draws words or, you know, something out of you rather than, I don't know, something about when you're typing in your phone or whatever. It's just not the same. It's not the same. It's not as organic. Yeah. It feels yeah. organic. Well, I guess it's also because, I mean, shit, I've been, I've been writing all kind of shit, you know, since I was really young. You know, when I was younger, I wrote poetry or wrote songs or what the fuck ever since I was, you know, like fifth or sixth grade. And I didn't have a cell phone back then. So I think it kind of, you know what I mean, goes back yeah. to that, too. But uh, okay. I like to write. Man, I, I write a lot of my songs either before I've heard the beat or without a beat I I do a lot of stuff I, I, I gotta hear myself think rather than I know a lot of people just sit there with a beat just looping forever and ever mm-hmm. and you know they do it like that but I can't shit I can't think like that man I'll, yeah. I'll get tired of the beat before I got my verse written yeah, I, I just yeah. can't do it yeah I won't want to use it anymore after no. that I'll yeah. be like I'll, I'll pick it apart <laughs> I, I've done that before man I, I've looped shit wrote a whole verse and then just be like I'm never using this it's yeah. scrapped <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah. Uh, all right. So while we're talking about like uh, writing lyrics, uh, where? Because a lot of people think of lyrics in the shower, or they think of lyrics when they're driving, or you know what I mean. Right. Where's? Uh, and that's. I think that's by virtue of you're not using your whole brain, and you, you know your subconscious kind of kicks in because muscle memory's taken over. So Definitely. what? Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any any situations like that? Like any weird places uh, other than the obvious? Uh, where you've thought of something, and even with a specific rhyme attached to it, like, um, sometimes uh, shit will just be f- fucking around talking, and then you know one of us will say something. I'll be like, oh shit, that was fucking hilarious. That's a line, <laughs> you know, something like that. A lot of times, I just like to go out on. I got a little patio. Go sit on my patio, grab a couple beers, and just sit out there, man. And just kind of clear my head and wait, wait for what comes to me. Yeah, I never really like. I never really have like a specific place like anything really comes to me. I guess whenever I'm more or less like amongst uh, like my friends and like I hear other people talking. Yeah. When I'm surrounded by people, I come up with ideas so much better. Like I'm I'm real weird and like often like I get withdrawn into myself and like I don't want to go outside and like really just deal with anything and I'd rather just be inside and like I can't write anything because I don't have any like outward influence, any like other experiences because really like. I feel like being amongst people or going to do things like that's really what triggers like like my ideas and like my memories and like what like oh man I remember doing this this one time with this dude this was really fucking cool like I'm gonna write about that now yeah and then like I'll jot it down see like a lot of times I'll just I was just looking at my phone because I was like I know I have something on here Um, I'll just like think of like something I think is funny and I'll write that down like this is a line I've been meaning to use forever it just says I've been eating out your mama trying to see where you come from. So, you know, it's just like shit like that. I'll just think of like little goofy shit. I'll be like, I gotta write that down. Awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, just like little shit like that. That's such a, that's, that's such a simple, well, it, it is simple and it's not. You yeah. know what I mean? It yeah, sounds yeah. like oh, something yeah. somebody would have already come up with, but right. you know they haven't. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's just yeah. a little goofy shit, man. I just, I love little shit like this. That's like, awesome. Uh, you uh, the songs I heard last night, and I have yet to listen to your CD. Actually, I don't have a CD player in my car. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the Forrest Gumption songs I've listened to, they are like, they're just so lyrically dense, and it's you don't hear that 
around, the, even in this region, you really don't hear that a lot. Plenty mm-hmm. Rhymes is really good, and then mm-hmm. uh, I, I couldn't uh, really make out so many of the lyrics of that opening act last night, but, uh, right. but I mean, it sounded pretty good, but uh, you don't really hear that around here. Uh, is that something you guys strive for? Like, uh, you know, multi-syllable rhymes and, uh, you know, Definitely. complex Absolutely. stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, lately we've been actually trying to maybe even tone that down a little bit and focus more on our song structure, you know, okay. building good-sounding, good-feeling songs. Um, That'll stick with you. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, we really we get caught, caught up in, like, making sure that this is complex and this is, you know, something that... Um, took some time and thought to put together, you know. We yeah. And sometimes we get so caught up on doing that that it's like it gets dense with lyrics, which is awesome, you know. That's the kind of rap I like to listen to for the most part. Yeah, so. I'm trying to like walk that line between like Aesop Rock and Fetty Wap, like okay. you know. Like, I'm trying to make you like nod to it, but then I'm, I want you like when the when the hook comes in, I love I love like a dumbed down hook almost like yeah just something that'll you know you bring you just use average catchphrases like gotta get it how you live oh yeah and like just little things like that but then like when you transition back into the like the verse to to try to keep it to where you know your references are not like complex enough but i guess uh different enough that like like you said like his you would have thought somebody would have already said that yeah. Shit, but like nobody's ever said it because I don't know. So you want to keep it like complex enough, but yet just tone it down to where people are like, it's like That's Aristotle crazy clever. Waka Flocka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's crazy clever, but holy cow, that's so simple and stupid. Yeah, I, I, I just like the okay, I'm uh I don't know, this is kind of a weird a weird like place for some people I guess, but uh do you guys which I probably already know the answer to this question, but uh, just to see uh, what you guys will say. Do you give a shit if people are offended by what you say? <laughs> I've, I've, no. noticed, I've noticed some of your content I, is like really offended, uh, is, is, could be potentially offensive. It's not to me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know some people who would be like, um, "Oh, he's talking about drugs and stuff." Like you know, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna waste your time being offended, I mean that's something you want to do. Have fucking fun, man. I'm I'm not gonna waste time worrying about somebody being offended, man. That's yeah. People are so fucking touchy these days, man. Yeah, it's true. like I'm offended. I don't give like, a I, shut right? up. Who cares, man? What does that What does that really even mean? You know, sensitivity I, is at like an all time high right I now. I think people. The most of the time you're offended, it's because something's true. You know, people don't honestly get that offended by shit that's not true. Like, if you walked up to me and told me I would, you know, I had a bird chest or something, I wouldn't be offended because I'm chubby. I, I don't have a fucking bird chest. But if you walked up to me and told me I was chubby, I'd probably be a little offended. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and so it's like, um, no. To answer your question in short, no, I truly don't give a fuck if people are offended. Uh, it's actually that song, Wendy Peppercorn, the last song we did. Yeah. 
the opening line is titty fucking Wendy Peppercorn and uh, <laughs> my buddy Jared he said he was listening to my tape while he's in the shower one day and that song comes on and immediately his mom's like beating on the door like what the fuck are you listening to <laughs> like, like it, awesome it's like that's what I want that's exactly <laughs> I want suburban white moms to be just so startled by everything that I said yes. just taken aback yeah, yeah. just like just, why would you ooh. even put that in a song <laughs> yeah. like, what, what kind of musical you know <laughs> quality does that have but that's what i'm aiming for well, for and, me uh, personally and the kind of the reason i asked that was just to get a response but i, I really enjoy when people push the envelope on you know their uh, subject matter you know mm-hmm. where i don't yeah. want to hear about your bitches and your you know and the you know what kind yeah. of weed you smoke or yeah. you know yeah. all that kind of stuff that's been tried mm-hmm. so long it's yeah like, I want to uh, definitely which, touch no on disrespect to people who rap about that stuff, but you know it's just it, oh, obviously that's not you guys. You know, yeah, yeah, you guys talk no. about drugs and you, t- but you do it in such a, such a, uh, I don't know. Uh, Try to be sarcastic almost yeah, about yeah, it, like tongue in cheek about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like I don't think you guys smoke meth every day, but no. judging by your lyrics, I can see how like. If my grandma listened to it, she may <laughs> think that you guys really do smoke meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. It's it's good to hear you say that almost um, because sometimes when we're writing, we're like, man, you know, people don't really know us yet. So um, I'm always like wondering like if they're going to take it the wrong way or if they're going to realize, hey, like this is this is tongue in cheek. But and then at the end of the day, it all goes back to you know embrace the hate so you know if somebody is stupid enough to think that and they want to make judgments about me for that it's fun and embrace the fucking hate you know yeah because sometimes sometimes you'll feel like you're gonna take it too far like like you said we often ask like dude are we just doing too much of this i think we talked about this on the way up here yesterday i was like dude i kind of want to digress out of like like all this heavy drug rap but then at the same time like when you really look at it it's not heavy drug rap it's just like it's just a lot of references to it but that's because that's really, I, I guess, where we find like humor and and cleverness, and I don't know, because everybody everybody's doing it technically. But the people that are actually doing it, they like they don't find that shit funny. Like they they don't <laughs> no. want like that shit's not a joke to them. Like you bring that shit up, and they're like, what 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 are you talking about? You know? Yeah. So <laughs> don't yeah. <laughs> they just don't want anybody on their trail. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little paranoid. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I feel like you guys, when you reference drugs, uh, especially like hard drugs, it's a, it's more of a, a way to get somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's more yep. of like a vehicle to to get to another place. A point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all got a purpose. I think. You know, um, under underneath pretty you know every goofy ass song we do there there's always you know some kind of something there that you can take out of it. At least I hope so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like uh, Heavy Headed, you did that song last night. Right. And that song really spoke to me. I can't name any lyrics from mm-hmm. it, but I just, it's like, man, sometimes you do walk around. Like, uh, I heard this guy on a podcast once. He said something like, I feel like I have that, uh, that lead, uh, what's it called? That lead vest on, like at the dentist yeah. when they're doing x rays. It's uh, like sometimes yeah. you do feel like that, but it's in your head. You just feel like swampy. Right. And, oh, uh, yeah. That's kind of the murky, feel yeah. it gave me. Yeah. yeah. Hard to breathe, almost. Yeah. So, uh, so explain. Uh, embrace the hate. Uh, you guys are two of how many members? And well, um, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. Um, I'm Bob Gitz, and 
I'm Forrest Gumption. So we've got three of us. Uh, the missing member here is Jimmy the Kid. Okay. Um, we all dropped albums earlier this year, and since then we've just been kind of grinding, um, trying to trying to come up with some new shit. You know, get ready to record uh, and release some stuff next year. Um, our main producer is Shane on the track, or Lane Carroll, and um, that's pretty much the whole whole team right now. You know, we're down to recruit new members, though. You know, it's it's all about I think um, timing and finding people to connect with. So, but uh, yeah, people yeah. help that shit grow mm-hmm. like so much. But yeah, right now there's the three of us in the group. Yeah. And so we, we have a group, you know, as a whole where we do things together, but we mostly create separate music. So, you know, Forrest Gumption drops his album, I drop my album, um, Jimmy drops his album and, and shit like that. So we want to be separate entities uh, inside of the kind of the same collective, you know. I see. Yeah. yeah. So it really is a collective. Are you uh, ever thinking about... Uh dropping like a, a collective yeah actually yeah we've yeah, been very uh, much. talking about that me and me and Forrest are gonna do um, something together where it's just gonna be us two for six or seven songs and then after that um, we're looking to do seven to ten songs as ETH um, the okay. collective and also when we do that we're gonna look to uh, do some collaborations reach out in the area and find some collabs to do because that's something um, we haven't done much of yet you know we've mostly been mixed in with each other and we're uh looking with the eth mixtape to kind of get out there and find um, some other talent in the area because there's a lot in louisville and uh there's there's a lot that i've heard out here in evansville too when i come out yeah Yeah, yeah. so i mean um definitely looking to to reach out and do some collabs on the eth project when it comes out that's cool i well i I got a couple names i could send your way as well great Uh, wonderful they might not necessarily be exactly like you know, they might not go as far as you guys, and they might be a little more. Uh, I like that though. Yeah, I like yeah. to. Uh, yeah. I like almost when sounds they don't clash, but they almost they. It's got such a different vibe to it that like, I don't know. It kind of rubs just a little weird. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Uh, me and Forrest do a lot of like boundary pushing and, and stuff like that. Jokes, um, you know, talk about eating butthole and stuff all the time. You know? <laughs> That's Funny what shit. we do. <laughs> if you ever Ate listen, your mom's ass to her butt play. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. Um, <laughs> But if you listen to uh, Jimmy's mixtape, it, it's uh, I think his stuff is kind of like what you're talking about. Like it's not exactly like ours, but it still fits really well. You know, um, okay. he's more on like the the getting money. You know, what I'm saying hustle side of everything, which okay. is cool. So it, it kind of fits like in. It's like enlightened almost. Way. Yeah, it's like it's like the enlightened gangsters. Yeah, it's, it's kind of what our philosophical. Is. Yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah, like yeah, just, yeah. he's big um, into trying to understand things. Right. Okay. So you know, it's it's not exactly the same as ours, but it still it still fits in the group completely fine. You know, it almost adds that like right like seasoning to everything that it, it gives it a cool offset. Right. It's yeah. crazy because like when we'll play live, it's like he's like the one black dude in our crew and like me and bobby will be rapping and shit but like jimmy will step up there and you literally hear people be like <laughs> girls just start twerking yeah it's <laughs> crazy i'm just like, like how does he do it it's pretty much bullshit is what it is, it is. It's we, horrible. We, we won't go into detail on that Bastard. so all right so uh as far as like um do you guys, are you guys big, because I know a lot of people who are uh, really good at a certain genre of music, sometimes they don't even listen to that genre of music, and they mm-hmm. just happen to be really good at it, but not necessarily fans of it. Where do you guys fit in? Uh, 
Do you guys listen to hip hop a lot? Are you big hip hop fans? I'm a huge hip hop fan. Huge hip hop uh, fan. I love gangster rap. Like, with, okay. I love Lil Boosie. He like oh, he yeah, inspired yeah. a big part of me wanting to be a rapper. As weird <laughs> as that is. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I, I you know I'm I'm more of like um, like a Mac Miller, ASAP Rocky. Like those are a couple okay. of my favorite rappers. Um, I don't like anything too popular. It seems like. Um, but not too underground either, I guess, really. But yeah. my my musical, I, I I listen to all kind of shit, man. I listen to, you know, death metal all the way to, to hip-hop. So um, I feel like sometimes you can kind of tell, like on songs like Throw Em Up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember that one or not, yeah, but, yeah. you know, I produced that song. And um, I feel like a lot of the songs that I produce come out like a little more gritty rocky and like kind of gritty yeah. and stuff like that and i think i'm kind of pulling that from when i was younger i was in a metal band you know okay um so i, I what'd think you play i screamed oh, i was a okay, lead vocalist, okay, vocals, yeah okay. um so yeah i think i still kind of pull from that when i'm even when i'm writing and and uh producing as well so awesome so uh so so where I guess uh, what are your biggest influences in in hip hop other than the ones you've already named like uh, what uh, is there anything you listen to 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 get like direct like at the time inspiration? I listen to a lot of uh, Taking Back Sunday, oh, the used, yeah. brand new. Like I don't know what it is about like bands like them uh, that really just kind of bring uh, they make me look they like. I don't know, they make me want to look at like a deeper picture because when you hear bands like that, they're, they've got a very big like descriptive sound to them. Like when they, when they sing something or they're trying to get a point across or describe something, they do it very well. It's, you know, they describe like what they're feeling or the situation in general. And I think that's something that I've really wanted to try to like portray and rap a lot. So I listen when I can't get inspiration from listening to like, cause I don't want to listen to anything too intricate, but like I'll listen to gangster rap to try to get some inspiration, just for like the fun side of things. But then like I'll listen to that because I really want to be able to like hone in and like, like kind of like find myself and like dig deep inside of me and actually like write something that's true. Because like everything I write is 100% real. Like, like the drug shit, like that's all real. Like it's not stuff I do now, yeah. but it's like it's happened in the past. And so like, but after so long of like writing one style i feel like you start to like lose yourself a little bit so listening to something that's just a little bit offset like that kind of really makes me understand like who i am again i can't listen okay. to rap for inspiration i i can't i listen to rap for enjoyment but i not for inspiration like i just can't I'll, I'll you know i'll get caught up on what they're saying or like uh-huh. their beat or whatever you know um i like I like a lot of like instrumental stuff, I guess for in, uh, for inspiration. Like I'll put on okay. like explosions in the sky Ooh, or like okay. you know um, Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny G. Little, you know. Um, no, <laughs> Jesus, we should do a Kenny G cover band uh, yeah. and be called Kenny OG. I was about to say <laughs> that. <laughs> or just at least sample some Kenny G yeah, for a beat uh, or something. We have to now. <laughs> we have to now. That's a promise. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> yeah, but Just no, I, I like some instrumental shit. Um, there's this band called Chon. I don't know if mm. you've ever heard of. They're so fucking Dude, nasty. Man. Guitar player in one of my bands, like, oh man, he turned me on to him. Fucking Dude. fantastic. Yeah, they. Oh um, my god, I saw him in Louisville. They came through with the contortionist, and 
I mean, they stole the show. They, they. It's crazy because you hear that the album grow or whatever, and yeah. then and then you hear it live, and it's like those are the exact same tones. Yeah. Like it sounds the same. Oh, it's, yeah. so, it's so good. And I, I like to listen to shit like that um, for some inspiration because it kind of evokes an emotion, um, and it doesn't block my thought. Like I said, I can't listen to a beat and really you know think. So it, like it doesn't block my thought process, but it still. Um, invokes that emotion that I'm yeah. able to, you know, kind of get out. So. There's no words in it. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's my main thing. That makes dude. sense. I, yeah, I can't. It, makes I can't. Sense. it just really brings out like a feeling, right. but it's not so much, yeah. Exactly. It's not somebody's words in your head, you know, exactly. clanking around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, I noticed last night when you guys were uh, performing, it was awesome because it's like, uh, he was doing all the verses, and it's like you knew every word. It's like you could almost, uh, well, I guess for everyone listening who doesn't know who the fuck I'm pointing at, uh, <laughs> Forrest Gumption was doing his verse, and then uh, <coughs> Bobby, I guess, uh, is what you're being called. I don't know, it's awkward because we just met, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I feel you know weird my calling real my name, name yeah. shit. And, all right. Uh, so, uh, and you were doing, uh, you were his, his hype man. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it's almost like you could have been rapping all of those verses with him yeah. because it's like you know him by heart anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He oh, actually I... wrote all of my songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Forrest Ghostwriter. No, uh, well, I think that comes with, uh, you know, I recorded everything we've put out. So yeah. I've listened to every Forrest Gumption verse probably 50 times. Yeah. You know? So, I mean... If I didn't know it by now, I'd be retarded. <laughs> like, 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 it, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely could have wrapped his whole his whole set. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I, mean, I like the spoken word shit you did too. That whenever the laptop yeah, went out, I know. I wish I wouldn't have fucked up that second one, man. It's been a while since I've done them, so. I had you though, man. I, I force C force knew that shit better than I did, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I kind of like that spoken word shit sometimes. You know what I mean? It's it's. Um, easier to convey a message especially the sound there last night was actually pretty good yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of places we go to though the sound is not always great you know we're not playing fucking the palace and shit yeah, like yeah. that you know so um, I think spoken word sometimes is like it, it enables you to get that message through no matter what it sounds like because um, a lot of times you know we'll do shows and after the show, people were like, man, y'all put on a good show, but I couldn't hear a fucking word you said. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I think that spoken word like kind of allows people to understand, like, oh, shit, this guy's, you know, they must be up there saying some good shit because whenever the music's gone, like, that was pretty wild, you know? So, but yeah. yeah. Kind of just really shows you, like, the lyricism and the thought that actually goes into it. Right. It's not all, all cluttered down by the... Uh, the music and shit because I, I mean at its core like we make music but at our core I think we're, we're lyricists you know so like um, the majority of our focus is on the lyrics you know absolutely yeah so okay well uh, I noticed last night it was kind of a you know this happens in Evansville sometimes you know you get that text uh, when you're in a band or when you're uh, playing shows uh, in any capacity you uh, with other artists in the same night, you'll get that text where it's like, "Hey, when are when are you going on?" Yeah. And people just want to show up for you, but it's like, I, I almost don't either don't want to answer that text or I want to be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Even if I do know, 
Just so they'll show up for everyone. Right. It's but, like, fuck that. Doors at six. Get there or whatever the fuck. Just yeah. come down, drink some beer, and have a good time. You know, you, yeah. you might be sleeping on the fucking dopest rapper yeah. in your area um, because, you know, you don't want to you don't want to support the scene. Yeah. And that, that shit's a bummer, man. Like... It's like when that was, everywhere. Yeah, when I when I was younger, um, man, our area had a fucking killer scene. I mean, there were there were local shows every Friday night, and I mean, at a local show, there'd be two hundred fucking kids out there, you know, yeah, and you, d- just come to hang out and fucking maybe hear some some new music that they liked, you know. Yeah, they didn't and, even have uh, to like the people. They just wanted to go because they had a reason to be around music. Yeah, and you know now now there's. You know, it's not like that anymore, and I, I don't know if that's uh, because of the way music's changed or just the way the area's changed or what it is, but, you know, I hate that shit, man. You know, it, yeah. if, if I go to a show, I'm there for the first artist, and I'm there for the last artist, and I mean, that's even when I'm performing. Like, you know, if I'm performing first, I'm staying for the last guy, you know, um, if nothing else to see what the fuck he's doing you know what i mean see if i can take anything from that you know and okay. then um yeah man it's just you, you got to build the scene evansville build the scene yeah, yeah. You know? we do and that's one thing i talk about a lot on this podcast i'm only 10 11 episodes in but i that's one thing that i've tried to uh talk with everyone about is just you know we got to get the scene going we uh here in evansville and everywhere uh mm-hmm. it'd be nice to be able to go to any town that's as big as Evansville uh, or bigger and be able to play a show and have like, you know, people like you and me, like uh, kind of little or known dudes who are just getting hundreds of plays on SoundCloud or Bandcamp, just getting those people shows all around, you know? So yeah. you don't have to just stay in your own town and go from bar to bar. Right. You can actually, like you guys have done, go out of town and right. play a show, you know, and, and actually have people uh have like you know like you said a couple hundred people there yeah that would be fantastic but oh, i mean it'd be great just, i think maybe it's part of it is by virtue of the uh how corporate everything's gotten and how like uh, uh just most people just want to listen to something on the radio just they don't yeah. give a shit you yeah. know well rap kind of like shit its pants in the past five years and like exploded everywhere so yeah. like everybody wants to be a rapper now so <laughs> you know mm, yeah. you got little homie dog and little dog dog and <laughs> young big dog they all playing at the same fucking venue but Tanisha she don't want to go see little big dog she just wants to go see big homie little dog or whatever the fuck I said and so and like the other ones don't matter because she doesn't even give a fuck what her homie's up there to say she's literally just going to stare mm-hmm. at him yeah, yeah. you know and, ming- and mingle and you know maybe find some cute dude to take and I, I, yeah. I don't know if it, it was you I was talking to last night no I think it was actually um, Wes but I think a lot of it has to do with um, like you were saying that everything's so watered down like a classic album could come out you know like To Pimp a Butterfly comes out and yeah. you know you only listen to it for a you know a month before six other albums are dropping or you know what i mean yeah. and, the, and there's just so much out there now that like not a lot i guess resonates and not a lot stays around and also i don't think that you have to do that much research like back when i was younger i was on myspace finding fucking Me new too, bands man, in my yeah. you know what i mean and you're you're checking these bands out and you're like oh i like this shit and you're you're searching for good music you know what i yeah. mean nowadays yeah. There is so much shit out there. Yeah. You don't have to search. You know what I mean? No. You, you you pull up Spotify and you got 
all the music you need right there. You know, yeah. there's no, there's, you're not searching for hidden gems like you used to be. I think. Especially if you're not that picky. Especially if, if you know, if you're content just turning on the radio, whatever, whatever yep. station it is, and listening to the same fifty songs over yep. and over again, then you don't care to search for new music. Yeah. But all, a lot of those people, not all of them, but a lot of those people, I feel like if they did actually search out some music or did actually even just look at some artists that weren't necessarily top 40 mm -hmm. they would probably really enjoy it and oh, yeah. it might even yeah. get them into music more so than they are yeah uh, but if you're listening to you know a combination of like jason aldean and uh fucking flow rider and you know what i mean like yeah. shit then it, you're just not you're only getting one side of everything pretty yeah, much and the most commercial side yeah of that, you know it's not gonna push your any boundaries for you no. at all it's not challenging mm -mm. but i guess some people just don't like that i, yeah. I don't know it's and, yeah it's almost like stepping out of like your comfort zone, kind of. Yeah, a lot of people don't you know, like that either. They don't, you know. It's <laughs> yeah, nobody likes step out of their comfort nah, zone. Nah, but you know, just even digging in through music, it's just kind of like, well, I've I've already know what I like. I already know what I want. I don't feel like taking the time yeah. to go and find. Yeah, I think music had a lot more um, resonance and and you know things like that back in the day uh, yeah dude you know especially music. when I was when I was younger but, but even before I was younger I think you know the music had a lot more resonance with people and was a lot more important important to people's daily lives um, as opposed to the way it is now I just I don't know and that that might just be I might be a little jaded by my area or whatever but um, yeah we are in the Midwest too, right. so that that's part of uh that's part of that. I think mm -hmm. I'm hoping that's part right. of that. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to make something out of this. You yeah. know, doing music. Oh hell be, yeah! You know what I mean? Like, like maybe to... make a living eventually. <laughs> yeah, it would be, be nice. Oh, uh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I feel like I've put so much work in mm -hmm. to learning how to play an instrument and how to sing and stuff. Oh it's yeah, like, man, like. I would really like to, you know, and you, you guys, it's almost like your voice is your instrument, and you yeah. produce, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so it's like... Uh, you want recognition for what you put the time and effort into. It's exactly. not even a monetary thing. It's just the recognition for uh, the time and the and the effort and everything, but, yeah, you know. I feel that. You know I, music doesn't matter anymore when Nelly's putting out a country album, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's in a weird spot, hip-hop-wise, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, but... But still, I, I think there's there's obviously a market for what you guys are doing, and I hate speaking in like business terms like no, that. But you're right. but there but is a market the for uh, for what you guys are doing. It's just a matter of reaching the people that you know. That definitely. demographic is such a weird one because yeah. it's like, because <laughs> really, every, I don't know. We've we've got people that love our music that are you know eighteen, sometimes younger. That'll you know be like, dude, it's, it's fucking killer. And then we also got like 45 year old dudes that'll come up to us and be like, bro, man, I was feeling it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so really like, like to piss people off, you're probably going to like our shit. And if you're easily pissed off, you're probably not going to like our shit. So yeah, we got to find a way to just target those people that like to piss other people off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. People that just don't give a shit yeah. about, about like the uh, PC or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. social norms and all yeah, that exactly. bullshit. So you guys are, uh, what is it? Uh, something about your grandma, take your grandma back to the crib and do a oh. little butt stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's dude. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. No one's, no one ever talks about anything like that. No, dude, he no was like, he was like, we are recording this album this fucking week. And I had like 
one more verse on that to write and I like I was literally just like fuck it I'm gonna write whatever comes to my mind and like I was just like I don't think I picked the pen up the whole time I didn't scratch nothing out like I just like sat down just like this is what it is this is what it is this is what it is Put her hands in my pants that you feel a little nuts when she's cribbed a little bit stuff. I'm done. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm finished. That's it. I quit. That's the killer That's line. It. I'm done. That's it. That is a killer line. Yeah. That I, I think it's it's awesome how uh, your brain sometimes just like fires off ideas, just you know, rapid fire, just like that you wow, would never expect. How did I put those things together? Yeah. I never would have expected myself to do that. It's great when that fucking happens too. That's just like that puzzle piece just like fits together. Exactly. And, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes it's that center puzzle like, piece. Yeah, it feels so good. You just got so a stick good. in there. Yeah. yeah, it feels so good. I know it's the weirdest feeling. I'll stand up and be like, damn, did I do Did I do that? I wrote that. Sweet. I'm good with it. <laughs> or like sometimes I'll get hyped on things like that and I'll be like, Bobby, check this out. And they'll be like, right, that was that was good, man. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, I thought that was the one. I, I really, I was feeling it. It was so cool to me. I'm really easy to read. I'm really easy to read. Like... If if you show me something and I don't like it, I've never been the kind of guy to be like to hype you up about something yeah. that I don't think is good. I, I I mean, like if if you're hyping somebody up about something you don't think is good, I don't think you fucking care about that person for real. You know, because the goal is you know the goal is to see progress. That. You know, the goal is to do good. And if it's not good, and you just got a bunch of cock riders that want to tell you everything's good, like it's never gonna be good. You know. Yeah. No. So yeah, I'm I'm real easy to read. It's it's funny, fucking, especially with Jimmy. Like I'm so hard on Jimmy. I the don't know why. Dude. I've known him since I was fucking since we were like eleven. <laughs> so I'm so fucking hard on him. So if it's not just like absolutely mind blowing, I'm just like <laughs> meh. <laughs> he'll come over and be like, oh, oh no. dude, I got yeah. <laughs> he'll be like, I like, got I got this fire. I got this fire, and I'm yeah. like, all right, man, let, let's hear it. And then I spit up be like, eh, meh. I'll be going back and apologizing <laughs> for him. I'll be like, nah, dude, like that's not what he means, man. Like you're doing it, dude. You're killing it. Just it's good. Oh, it's just uh, go, maybe go back and look at it one more time. Like yeah. he's just saying that, dude. Yeah, but, hey, but I mean, in the long run, I mean, Jimmy is writing some fucking flame right now. Like yeah. everything he brings to my house right now is fucking raw. It's and like yeah. if I would have, you know, just co-signed everything that he brought to my house he, he's not bringing this flame at, you, ah, know, okay. right now, you know I, I just think you know honesty is the best policy you know and making good music is the goal and I mean so you gotta tell him what sucks yeah you gotta, you you gotta, gotta hit him with a man sucks, you know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice thing to almost be like an indirect part of that process like you don't write anything for him it sounds like but no you just uh you know you're just kind of a filter almost. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, everybody writes good and bad shit, mm-hmm. you know? It's oh, like, yeah. I'm sure, uh, I know I've written some shit that I thought was awesome when I wrote it, but I was probably, you know, drunk or something, and then, then I showed it to somebody, and, the, and then their face just contorts you about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, <coughs> yeah. Like, ooh, maybe it wasn't that good. I, right. If it is that good, everybody is going to, you you're know, gonna be able your to friends tell. are going to think it's good, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely, uh... So that you said to pimp a butterfly, and it was weird that you used that album as like a classic, current like currently released classic album. Because yeah. that's my favorite fucking album that's come out. Like, I, I mean, you dude, know, commercially, you know, right? Yeah, in the like, last 
I don't even know how long. It's just, it's so fucking good, man. And it's, it's actually, it's not my favorite album. Section 80 is actually oh, yeah, my, yeah, that's by far my favorite album. But it, the, but they're both like similar in those, like the jazzy feel throughout the mm-hmm. whole thing. And like the off, off kilter drum beats where it's like the jazz yeah. beats and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, dude, I think if that album was released, if he releases that album in the 80s, people shit their fucking pants you know yeah. what i mean like it, it's like it it would still be talked about to this day i mean like or then even the 90s like it'd be up there with blueprint i think you know or, oh definitely or, you know and, and it's just surpass it probably yeah and, and, yeah and that's just not gonna happen nowadays and I, I just i think it's just because it's so everything you're hearing so much from so many artists which is i i think a good thing and a bad thing but i think it really hurts uh, when it comes to like really classic music that's gonna you know, resonate with everybody. Yeah, it's a, that's a, I just, I don't know. That, that album just hit me so hard when I listened to it. It just, uh, I, I fucking downloaded it the day it came out. I was yeah. like, you know what? His last album was pretty good. Section 80 was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to do this. It, it just, oh man. It's great. Hit me in, yeah. hit me right in the fucking chest, man, when I listened to it. Like, mm-hmm. God, this he's, is the best. Yeah. He's but, got a lot of good things to say, dude. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, and it was know. a perfect time for that album to come out, too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about Kendrick shit. forever, but I just, it was just funny that you said that. Yeah. But, because that, that album is one that's come out recently. I didn't mind Dr. Dre's new album either. I haven't checked it while out While we're yet. talking about commercial shit. I haven't shit, checked but, it out yet. Right? Yeah. Um, it was, I'm sure it, it's pretty, awesome, dude. It's pretty good. I mean, obviously the beats are going to be insanely yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, they're going to uh, be on point. Dr. Dre Are they produced. still just like, do they sound like old school West Coast bangers? Uh, I mean, it's got it's got some new sensibilities, obviously, because mm-hmm. he does that every time he releases anything, uh, which has only happened three times. But, <laughs> right. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, like, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a mixture. There's mm-hmm. some, like, Cali bass lines in it and cool. some, you know, Cali uh, keyboard sounds in it right, and stuff. Right, right. But it is it, it it has some new shit going on, and Kendrick is obviously on it a bunch, and mm-hmm. uh, Eminem's on it. Fucking Exhibit is on it too. Like he brought yeah, back some like gangsta. old yeah. yeah. He and brought I, back some people. Didn't he get some like he's got some like <coughs> new unheard of younger cats on there? Oh too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anderson Park. Yeah, that guy. Dude, yeah, he, he's insane. Yeah. If you notice, every track that Dr. Dre is like raps on, that guy is a writer. It is like writing credit. So the theory uh, is that he he helped Dr. Dre, you know, with all his parts. Dude is like geniusly good at music. Mm-hmm. Like huh. I never really got into him because he used to go by like Breezy Lovejoy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and just like the name almost was like a turn off, I guess, just because of who I am. And so like I was just like the name. <laughs> I just the, can't stand listening. Yeah, it's not my name, yeah. fucking Breezy Lovejoy. Like it's it not you, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a bad person inside. I can't help it. Like, <laughs> but it was good. Like it was always good, and he like musically so fucking talented. Yeah. Oh, does he make beats? Does he? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure he. Like, I'm pretty sure he Producing produces. Anything? He writes. He he's also a great lyricist. Okay, so uh, speaking of production, I wanted to get into this. Uh, I guess we're, we can wrap this up whenever, but uh, I wanted to get into, like, uh, as far as production on, on really just Embrace the Hates uh, music, uh, how, does that, how does that happen? You don't have to go uh, tell your secrets or anything, but just, uh, you know, when samples or not much. Original not samples, often. or do you use a MIDI controller, or how does yeah, that work? Yeah, um, so... My setup is just one MIDI keyboard, um, 
and I have the native instrument suite, so okay. I use a lot of contact and massive and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and when when me and Forrest make stuff together, I'm normally like, "You got any verses?" And he's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "All right, you know, spit me something," and I'll, I'll kind of hear what he's going for in the song and I'll use that to kind of build something around it um, and that's normally how that goes when me and him work together um, every song you produced on my album was we built like that yeah. heavy headed we did like that yeah uh, throw em up throw em up we did like that I think those are the only two on that album yeah but we've done a few mm-hmm. Wendy Peppercorn oh, yeah that like new that. one we mm-hmm. we just came out with uh, oh A-OK A-OK yeah, yeah. that one you uh yeah, yeah, it works out so well, and I like I like to do it like together. that um, because it, it just I, I feel like it helps mold a better song. You know, uh, you you can obviously fit your words around a beat, but I think it's just a uh, in, in the long cool. run, yeah, it, it molds a better song if you mold the beat around the idea. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, especially if you have almost like a, a melodic idea in your head mm-hmm. for for how you're gonna. Uh, I guess for how you're gonna rap, or even I, I noticed there's there's some like uh, there's some melody going on in your uh, in your vocals for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, neither of you guys really sing from what I've heard, but right. but right. there's some melody there. It's not yeah, it's not monotone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I really look for in in a hip hop artist myself is just somebody who kind of almost uh, takes on not necessarily different voices, but uh, just kind of fluctuates their their flow, you yeah. know, where it's not so just one track. Yeah, yeah. I like to think that um, it sounds almost conversational. Like, uh, you know, when you're when you're talking to somebody, you're obviously using different inflections and things to get your point across. And I, I think it's um it's the same in rap. Like, if you come out there and you're just monotone, and I mean, there are some rappers that are monotone that are pretty good, but you know, it, I think uh, it just helps get your point across if. If you use your, you know, use your voice like an yeah. instrument, you know. When yeah. You, when you ponder something, you know, you know, you put that questiony vibe behind it. You know, you gotta really, you gotta, you want the listener to feel what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. It's just so much harder to get your point across again. Yeah, it's like uh, you almost have to. You have to make them feel what you're feeling as the verse runs along. You yeah, know? that's as, the goal. As it, I think. as it rides along, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I know both of you guys do it. Uh, what's the song? It's on. It's on your EP, and both of you guys are on it. Each of you have a verse. Uh, lack of gumption. Lack that's of gumption. it. That's it. I listened to that on the way home last night, and oh my god, dude! That that <laughs> the lyrics in that are just Fuck fucking yeah. crazy. That's that awesome. chorus is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, thank you. Like holy shit! That's like tight. who? I mean, who that's usually a... comes up with the first idea? Like. How does we that wrote that song in a we wrote that song in a night, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, our buddy, our, our old DJ, actually, Bad Socks. Um, he had he had made that beat. He sampled a Dance Gavin Dance song. Okay. And that's Jeez. what that little guitar lick is. Oh, it's a yeah, Dance yeah, Gavin yeah. Dance song, and um, he put that together. And then I, we were just hanging out. We're like, man, let's let's record something. And we didn't have anything written. I just started going over that chorus like. Get the back and asses up. If you get down with mass destruction, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like, uh-huh, just started yeah. going, and then like, uh, you know, like two hours later, we had it recorded, and it just—I don't know—it just that that song just really worked out. It was just a yeah. good vibe all the way through. It was, it was clean. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You guys ever? Uh, I noticed one thing. Uh, 
One thing that, and, and just take this grain of salt, obviously. Sure. Uh, what you guys are doing is fucking great, but uh, I've noticed one thing is uh, whenever the song's over, I'm like, man, I just want, I want there to be like 10 more verses on this <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah. song. Like, <laughs> so have, have you ever thought about doing anything more, uh, more epic or like a more longer, expansive. longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a longer uh, Mo- totally, runtime? dude, absolutely. Uh, it's just more or less when, when I guess when the song comes along and like like he said right now we're working on you know trying to come up with ways to make things stick with you and yeah. make you really vibe with the song and feel it and things like that and I think you know adding extra verses putting bridges into these songs and things like that just yeah. to even add length to it to get you know to add extra points in there uh, to really kind of make the listener feel what you are trying to get across you know we you do need that extra time and that extra length yeah and often like i write a song and i might throw three hooks in it two verses maybe three verses two hooks but you know there's sometimes i'd rather spit a 32 bar verse put a hook in a bridge another 32 you know and just like keep going and keep going and keep going but yeah, staying Forrest is on the, the master of writing long ass verses, man. We, yeah, <laughs> we we did a cipher, the buh cipher is what we called it, and fucking, we're all like, yeah, we'll write sixteens, we'll write sixteens, and then we like get back together the next day, and I think Forrest is like, I think it's like double that, it's like thirty four bars <laughs> long or something, and we we're just like, dude, are you fucking joking? Like, <laughs> like it's just like it goes, uh, it goes bad socks, Jimmy, and then. They're both 16, 16, and then it's like long ass forest verse, and then it's like Bob at the end. It, it just. I was like, I thought man. I wrote 16, yeah. dude. <laughs> I must have counted slow, you know? And, uh, yeah. I was counting double or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing about writing long songs is like, yeah, we probably we, we could stand to write a couple long ones, um, but I don't mind short songs either. It's oh, like, I don't you know, either. The play, way play the shit again, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, as long but as yeah, you no, can I stay totally, focused totally on the subject, really. Oh yeah. yeah, that's where I I dude I just I drift off so easy. Yeah. You don't want to meander too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, off the off the path that you're trying to lay out. Uh, yeah, that uh, that was one thing I just noticed when listening to it. I was like, man, I wish there was. I wish there was like so much like if this went on for ten minutes, I'd be totally fine. That'd be awesome. Like, <laughs> See, that's a good feeling. Let's just play yeah. each song yeah. twice, yeah. dude. Yeah. We'll play back and back. <laughs> just take the whole track, copy it, yeah. paste it at the end again. And they won't even notice. No. Yeah. Well, at least first listen. <laughs> that's where they won't notice. One time, uh, we we did a well, it was a house party, yeah. man, and. Uh, I got sloppy. Yeah, I got so fucking bad. tore up. <laughs> the the father of whoever was throwing this house party was holding my feet up for keg stands. Like oh, I yeah. was getting tore oh. up. And so we did our first set and everything went smooth and then we took a little intermission. We we're going back to do our second set. I didn't remember shit. Oh. So like uh Forrest did his verse, and right after he did his verse, I rapped his verse again oh. because I couldn't remember my shit. Literally, right after that song, this kid walks up to me and he's like, "Man, those lyrics were tight!" Oh, and like, man. like daps me, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, yeah, I wrote that shit." Yeah. It's all thanks, me. man. Yeah. Oh, That's man. awesome. So I was actually gonna ask. Uh, uh, before we wrap this up, I'd like to hear a story or two from from your guys, like uh, just what you guys have done, like even a, another house party story or something. Just seems like you guys could get into some awesome shit. Uh, 
Uh, actually, before I do that, or before we do that, you guys want another beer? I was sure, man. I, I, yeah, I could totally great. do that. Yeah. So, uh, just, uh, actually, I'll fucking pause this, and then I'll edit what I just said. Fucking <laughs> 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 right. Huh. Speaking of mom. Uh, <laughs> talk to your mom on the podcast. I only there got one percent. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> I was uh, say, there you go. Just uh, what kind of what kind of charger you got? Uh, four. Hey, what's what's up, mom? Um, oh shit. Oh, um, I'm in Evansville. You're still in Evansville? Yeah, maybe call Christian. See if she'll hook uh, you up. Alright. Yeah, we're down here doing a bunch of drugs. <laughs> Alright, well, let me call mom real quick. Alright, well, we're just gonna keep just doing a bunch of real hard drugs and having unprotected sex. Okay, well, I wish you were at least doing it here in Indiana. Huh? Or, you know, Jeffersonville. Alright, well, I will, I will tonight. I love you, Mom. Alright, love you, mama. Thanks, she thought I was you. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely staying on the yeah. uh, on the final recording. So that's how I speak to my mom. She's cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Say <laughs> we're doing hard drugs. And I'm sure that's not the first time you've said that. If her uh, reaction I'm was sure, nothing, I don't yeah. know if I've ever said that exactly, but I'm sure she's heard it before. Some, some, something I like that. I wish you were doing it in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, I am in Indiana, but <laughs> just wish you were doing hard drugs here with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a point where my mom just fucking gave up, and like for yeah. the longest, she was like, you know. You need to stop. But then she just realized, like, that was never going to happen. So. Yeah. It's kind of like... <laughs> so, so what, uh... I don't know, what... Uh, you got any, like, uh, show stories or anything? Like, anything, uh... Man, I don't, you said you played we, a house party? Yeah. Anything like that at all? That, Man, do we... Have we played many house parties? We played... Uh, dude, I feel like we have played, like, a lot of shows, for real. But at the same time, like... I don't know. There's never been like anything too hella epic. There was that time at Cahoots, like when we played there not that long ago, and that dude had that hooker whose like boobs were hanging out, and she was shooting pool the whole time because I'm pretty (laughs) sure he was like, "Go shoot pool and let your tits hang out." (laughs) And like this girl that I knew came to like watch us play, and like so she ran in the door and she like gives me the biggest hug. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm happy to see you." Old pimp dude comes around the table. Thug hugs me and was just like, I see you, bro. And I was just like, right, yeah. I'm not doing what you're doing, but we're doing things. But I don't think this is what you think it is, sir. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, dude is like crazy scary, too. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, those. The cra- yeah, and I, I don't think too much crazy shit's happened in shows. There, there was the one show we were shooting um what was it? The Funk Volume Contest, your coffee addict. Yeah. When we shot that at uh, Spinelli's downtown, and I mean, it wasn't that crazy, but it was just the funniest thing. There were these two girls there, and they were just, 
I mean, they were more fucked up than everybody else there. And so, like, it just just so happened to these poor girls that this is the night that we're shooting a video. So oh, they're, man. Like, they're, like, in the front, like, throughout the whole video, just twerking hard. On like, each other. That's what you hard. want. Yeah, no, it worked out perfect for us. Oh, but yeah, it was great. It was just like, and then uh, I think Jimmy saw one of the girls, like, later, and we didn't know him. And he was just like, you're the girl. You're the girl yeah. from our video. And she's like, what? And we're like... Pulled it up and showed her, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, that's my yeah. fucking internet. Yeah, that's that's, that's already forever. that's already published. Hey, yeah, you can't take yeah, that back. Yeah, it's it's there forever. Welcome you signed a consent city. form and everything. You don't yeah. even know. Yeah, but nothing too crazy, man. Nothing too crazy. Uh, Jimmy's for real the the wild one. Yeah, Jimmy oh, sent yeah. us a video the other day. Dude, uh, I was sitting in church. Play like, it. Oh, I, uh, really? I don't. I don't go. I I go to church every Sunday. I'm not. I'm not religious, but uh, I take my grandpa and I go and chill, and it's it's okay. a good time for my mor- my morale to sit and think, I guess. Okay. And so I go to church every Sunday, and dude, last Sunday my phone just keeps blowing up and blowing up, and it's just going off and going off, and I'm just like I'm getting aggravated because I think it's like my mom trying to get a hold of me, and she knows where I'm at, or it's like just somebody else, and well, it's this dude and Jimmy talking, and Jimmy sends us this video. And all you see is this rather large girl's back. And okay. it's naked. And oh, okay. he's like, he's like, bro, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. And I'm just like, no. I and Travis is like, no, no. Fuck you. No. And I was like, dude, I am in church. I was like, no. And so like he's just like begging us all day. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. And so finally, like, I give in to it. I don't even know if I want to play it because it just... Play it, dude. I want to hear it. Uh, I, I actually never played it. Oh, I yeah. played two seconds. I saw Cody... Um... It's kind of foul, though. It makes me feel weird. <laughs> really? Like, I've never... I'm curious to hear it. Now, now that we brought it up, we can't not play it, so... All right, and this is, this is what I got. This is what Jimmy made me watch in church the other day. <laughs> he shouts me out. He shouts me out. <laughs> Gumption, yeah, I know. Uh, What's turn my off. name? Turn it off. I can't do it. There's a reason I, told I didn't you. watch that. I'm, 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 I'm kind of glad this is just audio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was, uh, there's, <laughs> there's a reason I didn't watch that. Oh, it was bad. It was horrible. And Shout I just, out I Jimmy gross. for not being here. I'm sure he's knee deep in a big girl's butt right now. So. <laughs> Shout out Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. So, so yeah. is, the, is the video graphic or is oh, it it's, just it's of her gross. back? It's It's her back. No comments. It's it's Jimmy giving it's it's her back and Jimmy and like one okay put this like one dude's holding the camera and the other dude is in the back giving us shouts out and I'm just like I was like uh, I figured it was like him uh, taking it you know uh, what I mean with his hand above his head real far no dude someone else was there someone's like it's it's front to back yeah he's he's pointing at the camera and he's just like shouts out for us. (laughs) Shouts out ETH gang. Shouts out. And then poor old Vante asked the girl what his name was. And when she said Vante, he said, 
thank you. I appreciate that. And I was like, you are just, I was like, you are just horrible. Wow. So see, Jimmy does the things we rap about. Right. We yeah. rap. We don't. We, he lives we, it. Yeah. And Jimmy then, <laughs> lives. We live vicariously through Jimmy. And then he raps about really philosophical yeah. shit because it's like he lives what you guys are rapping about. He doesn't have to he doesn't like need revisit to talk about that. that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I do that on the daily. <laughs> that's like that's my life. So. <laughs> Oh, man. man, that's awesome. That's pretty funny. I, I don't get that, really. Like, none of my bandmates do that. Like, send I, no me weird shit like that. No friend has ever done that that's for me before. You don't do... Friends, that's just a rare... You don't rare. do that for friends. Jimmy's just a different... He's different he, cat. He's a different cat, yeah. They say different strokes are different folks. And yeah, that's... Well, strokes is pretty appropriate. Yeah, yeah that's like... <laughs> so, oh, God. I hope my fucking uh, future employer doesn't uh, doesn't click on this podcast. No, we I curse throughout them, so yeah. it, it it wouldn't matter. That would hang my ass either way. Like, actually, last night I really hope since I'm telling this story right now. Uh, last night I saw like I went to my Facebook friend requests just randomly, and I saw that this dude that I did the job interview with had friend requested me on Facebook so I had to go back through my timeline over the last couple years and like hide everything that I thought would be you know that would possibly you know Oh, all, absolutely. You know, all kinds of, like, even just, like, vaguely political shit, I had to take it away, you know? Yeah, because like, you don't know where he stands. Exactly. And like, all That's crazy that that even, like, you know, <laughs> things like that should not have no. a standing in, like, your qualifications for a job. Right. Because, I mean, your thoughts are going to be your thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, the way you're going to view things, like, is never going to affect, like, your work ethic, really, like... And you're a different person at work with your uniform on, you know, than you are, you know, yeah, in your day-to-day. You, yeah, you oh, go yeah. from just living life to, like, a professional's, like, setting. You yeah. you bring you bring that professionalism with you. Yeah. So, absolutely. Exactly. Dude. I'm going to have to kind of, like, casually dress up for this job, too, which uh, that's one thing I'm not looking forward to at all. But, uh, you know, got to do it. But uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's funny because it's, like, how many people... I guess I know some people who are totally professional and they, they only post stuff about cats on Facebook and you know yeah. it's like man like that is more offensive than anything that I've posted <laughs> the fact that y- the only thing you fucking look for online when you have all this information <laughs> yeah is fucking cats that's more offensive <laughs> that than me offensive. posting the video of the cop shooting the unarmed guy you know unjustifiably right uh, you know what I mean like oh yeah which I'm not a huge like anti-cop person necessarily, but I'm anti anybody who shoots someone unjustifiably. Like, Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Know? I have to agree with you there, man. Yeah. I like I like things being organized and not bad things happening. You know, I think that you should definitely regulate. You should have somebody out there that kind of regulates the, you know, the the good and the bad. And, you know, takes care of like silly situations. But I don't know. I feel like the idea that they're they're just as human as the rest of us and like you, you got to look yeah. at it from that point of view and like like nobody should really be given more power is, than anybody else i fucking went to high school with half the cops and jeff I I mean, oh yeah i mean i'm just saying 
I don't know what kind of qualifications you have to have, <laughs> but I, I mean, I just don't think they're high enough. That, that's yeah, like my yeah. only thing. I feel that too. I, I mean, I don't. I think you know. It trips me out. There's good people jail. and bad people with and without badges. So I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, I don't think that's necessarily the big deal, but. God damn, it's super, so easy. It's yeah. gotta be easy as and fuck. I, I mean, think in I'm, Indiana, it's like, pretty easy. Yeah, they're like, can you read well? I'm like, uh, averagely, like Junie yeah. B. Jones, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Boxcar yeah. children yeah. shit, you know, yeah. like you know, Goosebumps. Then, right, and then they're like, you're fucking hired, man. Yeah, like, you, that's it. Yeah, that, that was the test. Can Good you job. hit a barn right in front of it with right. a gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. I don't Only know. if it has a Tanza. It's so weird, like, walking into the jail and, like, the people like that scan like your clothes and take your bags are like the same kids that like I used to smoke weed with and <laughs> yeah. trip with and like yeah. not give a fuck about things with. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that small town or at least like close tight knit community thing works, yep. you know? Because mm-hmm. eventually, out of your high school class, some of those people are going to be cops. One of those motherfuckers is probably going to be the mayor eventually, you know, yep. e- either your class or somebody close to it, you know. Yep. Yeah. I had that actually in the because mine was probably even smaller than yours. I would imagine I had like 140 kids in the in my class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I went to private school. I had uh, 109. Kids okay. In my okay. Class. Pretty close then. I graduated from Wrights, so you know. Oh, so you you went to high school here in for like for the second half of my senior year. Oh like, shit! Yeah, okay, I, okay. Yeah, I just I dropped out of one school and then I I, I tried the whole college or high school dropout thing for like two weeks and then I went back. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. I want to go finish. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. I didn't even know you could do that. Really, like, go just, back. Let's, well, I mean, just like drop out of high school and then just be like. Ah. I don't think this is working and then like oh that's like three months till the end of it let's go back <laughs> but apparently that works so. it worked out yeah shouts out to rights for <laughs> getting my High ass School. through the motherfucking shit <laughs> that's awesome yeah. so uh well uh if uh, you guys got any more any more stories, anything? Uh... Um, no, just uh, soundcloud.com yeah I was gonna say plug your shit the hate yeah check us out um all three of our albums are on there. They're all free. All shit. free to download. Um, you know, fuck at us on Facebook and Twitter. Bob gets Forrest Gumption. Um, and yeah, just say what's up and shit. We got we have stickers and we've got styrofoam cups and we've got I've got albums for free. It's all uh, free. I mean, we're t-shirts just... are ten dollars. Hit us up. We'll mail you shit. Whatever, man. We're 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 decent dudes. So yeah. Um, you know, fucking reach out. I, I like to talk to fans. I, I like to make fans. So if you enjoyed the podcast, you enjoyed, you know, the music or whatever you hear, fucking hit us up, man. We'll we'll have we'll have a chat. Fuck, drink a beer, smoke a joint if you're in town, whatever. Absolutely. All right. So, one thing before we go or before we wrap this up, uh, where, where? Well, your name is actually Bobby. So Bob, uh, where'd you come up with your name? Just go. We'll go. You know. Oh, sure. uh, so. Bobby Dallas was my original name. Um, okay. And it, it was a hockey player. He was a real guy. played in, like, 95 for the Penguins. Okay. He, used to, he just got in brawls all the fucking time. And uh, I was just playing playing 64 one day and saw the dude's name. And I was like, that's a cool fucking rap name. And so <laughs> I chose that. And then it just shortened to uh, to Bob Gitz. And that's, that's okay. pretty much the whole story there, yeah. Okay, where's uh, Forrest Gumption come from? Man, I could not think of a name for 
anything. So then I tried being, uh, I went by the name of Slick Shame. And it sounded so much like Slim Shady in my head that it just uh, drove me fucking nuts. But I also, like, I always kept Forrest Gumption on the back burner because, oddly enough, when I lived here in Evansville, I lived with my sister. And, like, I did a bunch of silly, stupid shit and uh, got real fucked up. And then, like, I moved out of her place and I was homeless for, like, I don't know, like a month or some shit. And yeah. when I moved back in with uh, a friend back in Louisville, I was on Facebook one day and my sister just like got on there and like ranted this big ass like posted on my like my Facebook this big ass thing and it was just like you know I tried so hard to help you you've been fucking up you know you really lack gumption dude and I was like and then like I read like whenever I saw that I was just like gumption forest gumption I was like holy shit and then like but then the spelling got changed when we did these funk volume entries uh a few years back because uh the dude who videotaped our shit yeah uh spelled it with like the s-h-u-n on the end of it uh, and so i was like dude i don't think that's a word and then like the dude filming it was like dude that's how it's fucking spelled and i was like well it turns out that the urban dictionary version is spelled like g-u-m-p-s-h-u-n and it means like smart mouth witty oh, asshole okay. things like that so i was like dude that's the spelling there we go it fits perfectly yeah, yeah so yeah, then yeah. it's forrest gumption it's kind of fell into place and because sometimes i talk like this and it's like literally like i can't help it like <laughs> we'll be talking and i'll just be like man i just don't know <laughs> and so yeah i don't know about that ride man he's my magic shoes i need more riding lawnmowers <laughs> i think i ruined your roommate's bathrobe oh my goodness <laughs> i stepped in poo <laughs> yeah. all right well thanks for uh being on guys Fuck thank yeah, you so much for having us it was a good time yeah this was blessed